when you are aligned and you have unwavering excellence and you do really great work for your clients and you are their biggest advocate, they can't help but trip over themselves to refer you to other people. Plug into the minds of the world's cutting edge innovators, visionaries, and thought leaders who are rewriting the rules of sales and success. It's your time to make an impact. I am your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and this is the Selling with Love podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Selling with Love podcast. And for today's episode, I'm doing something a little different. And if you're watching this on YouTube and getting to see me, I'm currently in a hotel room, the Intercontinental here in Dubai, in the Festival City, participating at a Mind Valley event. So they had a two-day event here, had a chance to participate, host a conference for the business people who are looking to bring Mind Valley products into their company. It was called Superhumans at Work. For some of you who are original listeners to Selling with Love, know that originally this podcast was Superhumans at Work, and so. As such, given the event of the same title was being hosted, it was me who took the stage, introduced the people, and discussed how people can be more superhumans at work themselves. So we're going to release a special episode for today. Now, the guest that's going to be presenting is actually doing quite their own monologue around bringing values, authentic marketing, and really putting yourself out there if you need to bring out content. And this was a particularly powerful episode that was shared with the members of Selling With Love. So for those who don't know, we have a Selling With Love membership. And over there, we bring guest speakers, we have additional trainings. And what I thought I'd do for everyone who listens to the podcast, since you've been so loyal listening and you deserve the absolute best, is I wanted to bring this episode forward to you. So Amber is an extremely successful entrepreneur and what you might not realize is in the moments before I released my book, Selling with Love, I was freaking out. I was so nervous and I was like, oh my God, am I doing everything that I could the best way possible? I felt like I had a bit of this like panic before launch. And I remember Amber was so amazing making herself available because this is what she does. She helps build online presence, helps people launch their self-published books as well. She just sat me down and made sure that, okay, Jason, do these five things very clear, very effective, and very aligned. And so I was so grateful to the advice that she had so generously given to me that a few months later, she came to teach the community as well. And now all of you get to learn from Amber herself on this episode, and you will pay attention, listen. This is going to be one of the most powerful lessons in marketing sales and putting yourself out there. So if you're a creator, an expert, someone that benefits from being able to share your message on public channels, which should be pretty much every one of you, you're about to learn from Amber, an amazing session. So please enjoy. And of course, if you're curious about what happens in the membership and it's something you want to be involved in, you can go to jasonmarkcampbell.com forward slash membership. You'll see it on the homepage as well. Read a bit more what this membership is about. Maybe it's right for you. But nonetheless, you're about to learn a ton on marketing. So please enjoy Amber Wilhauer. I started in the online world back in 2007. I taught myself code. I started building my own website. I started to blog about the things that I was learning about. It was purely a hobby. I was interested because I love a good challenge. And I just got wind. I just felt like, you know, there's something to this internet thing. <laughs> and so as I was blogging about SEO, funnels, persuasive copywriting, social media, digital products, 
people started to come to me from all around the world. In fact, Daniel, I've noticed in your title, you are in Canada right now. So actually, my first client was in Canada. And it was these two partners that were starting a guest blogging platform called Conscious Divas back in, you know, 2007, 2008. And they came to me and said, could you help manage my blog? And I just thought, yeah, I mean, I guess I could. I don't know. I hadn't really considered it. So unlike a lot of you who have, I'm going to start my business and here's my plan. I didn't have any of that. I didn't go to college or university for school. I went for art and graphic design and things I was interested in, like philosophy. And so now it just sort of was divine that people came to me and wanted me to support them. And I knew that I could. So along the way, a friend said, you should probably form an LLC and make this official. And I thought, how do I do that? And then you have to figure out your business name. And I thought, wow, this is important. Business name? I have no idea. I wasn't even sure I wanted to be in business. But I remembered this phrase that my mom used to say to me all the time growing up, which was, no guts, no glory. And so all of a sudden, that was the perfect name. I, I named my company NGNG. And my business was born. We now, 15 years later, we're still in business, very healthy, very profitable. We are making huge change in the world. And it is so fulfilling. I don't even have enough words to describe it, especially given the start that I had. And so today we build websites, we do branding. And what makes me different there is that I really believe your website is such a huge opportunity that most people waste because they don't know what it could be. Your website is an engine that has the opportunity to emotionally connect with visitors so that when they land, they feel like, wow, something's different here. Like there's something that I need to explore. They're guided by their intuition because it's different. It's meaningful to them somehow. That's what causes them to read the text on your website. And if there's a customer journey backed behind that website where the user naturally sort of knows how to navigate and what to click on first, second, and third, now we have a website that is really representing you well, that is bringing conversion, meaning that people are willing to take a next step with you. And that first step is always the hardest one to take. So I love building websites because really it can be a total self-expression of you and it should be, it should not be a cookie cutter template. So I love doing branding and website work. Then from there, a lot of my clients don't really know what to do when it comes to marketing that website online. And marketing, boy, man, can really take you down a rabbit hole if you start trying to research how to market your business online, am I right? So with marketing, I really am somebody, I don't like wasting time. I like creating meaningful connection. I like making sure that I'm effective. And so I use social media and YouTube and SEO as a way to meaningfully connect with the right people that I want to work with. So you really, and I'll go through a little bit how to do these things in a minute, but it is really important that we get very clear on who we want to work with and what is the language, what's the energy that's going to draw that person into us. Because once we have a qualified prospect that we're sending over to our website, the website can really do the rest of the work for us, which is really exciting. 
And so I'm going to go through my marketing practice and what I recommend to other people that is efficient. It's highly effective. It's designed to kind of weed out people (laughs) that are not a fit. And it is designed to be highly leveraged, which means how can you spend, you know, five, 10, 30 minutes a week on your marketing, but have that go to all major social platforms and be strong enough to pull people back to your website. And that's what we're going to talk about today. The third component of what I do is bestseller book launches. And this was kind of not really in the plan once I decided, okay, I'm really got a business here. Time to take this seriously. Got it. What's the plan? Book launches was not a part of that originally, but the world wanted me for book launches. So book launches was created (laughs) TNG. And basically, I look at a book launch as a really great excuse to fast track your success and to check a lot of boxes and to get on the other side to where you can really have momentum and start building your business and your influence and your impact more quickly. It's a great excuse. Um, And it's also a fantastic product that is going to give you credibility and authority in your industry. So when we look at websites, marketing, and book launch, if I had to put an umbrella topic on it, I help build healthy online businesses. And it starts by establishing a platform for yourself with website and marketing, I think it's really important that we build an operation behind your marketing so that you're not the one stuck in the weeds doing all of the work, but possibly we can hire a very inexpensive but well-trained virtual assistant to do a lot of that heavy lifting for you because you, as the CEO of your business, as the author, speaker, business owner, you need to be out of the weeds so that you can be your highest and best self for the world right? You have a mission-driven cause. And in order for you to operate at your highest and best, you need to be in the seat of speaking, whether it's on a podcast or in an amazing group like this. It's networking. It's building relationships with other people in related industries where maybe there's a collaboration you two could do together. These and selling, right? Selling is a really important part of growing a healthy business which is why when Jason asked, could I speak to the topic of selling? I'm like, yeah, sign me up. I love talking about it. Not because I'm greedy and I love making as much money as possible. I think money is important to sustain the message and your good work in the world. So it allows you opportunity to make more of an impact, right? But for me, what I love about selling is the connection. I think it is such an amazing moment to sit one-on-one with somebody who probably has had a bad experience with somebody else or is totally insecure. They're unsure of themselves. They are really feeling overwhelmed by the idea of hiring a life coach or a web designer or fill in the blank, right? And they're just hoping to not be disappointed. They're hoping to realize their dreams. They're hoping for the right fit, but they don't know. And we have all of these like trust issues from our past and these bias signals. <laughs> like, It's an uphill battle. But for me, I just sort of simplified all of that in the way that if I am really clear on what I do, but most importantly, why I do it, 
if I'm really clear on my core values, my guardrails, you know, where I know where I'm going to be at my highest and best for somebody, when I know that I've been really authentic in my marketing, so I don't have to worry about putting on my sales hat because I show up the same in my marketing as I do in my sales, as I do in this workshop, as I do everywhere. I'm consistent across any moment that you're going to have with me. And when I'm checking up all of these boxes, I know that when I'm sitting in a sales conversation with somebody, it's actually easy and fun. I don't find it stressful. I don't have to be high pressure. I don't operate on a script. In fact, with all of my sales calls, they're completely different. I don't have two calls that were ever the same. Because for me, I want to be present. I want to be focused on you. I want to figure out what is it that you are really looking for? Like at the end of this conversation, how are we going to know that it was a success, that I met your goals, that I met your intention, that even if it's not a fit to work together, I've helped you along on your journey and I've done everything that I can to set you up for success and that we just had a really good time together because sales isn't a have to experience like, oh, I've got to do the sales so that I can do the fun part in my business. No, sales is like I get to share my enthusiasm with this person because I am an expert in my field. Maybe I don't know absolutely everything that there is to possibly know about my topic. That would be a little out there, right? I don't have to believe in perfection. I just believe in unwavering excellence. And my job is to show up and share with you what I know so that you can progress on your journey. So that's actually kind of exciting when you look at it that way. I think that sales has a really bad rap, but if we look at it as a transfer of enthusiasm and education, we're being present, we're connected, that is sales by my definition. And for me, I get on average about a 60% closing ratio on my sales. And these are high ticket sales. So sometimes I'm selling $80,000 packages on the phone. Sometimes I'm selling $1,000 or $500 or $20,000. The dollar amount doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is that I have fulfilled that person's need and that they have an excellent experience and I have changed their experiences from the past where maybe it was icky and it was high pressure and it was scripted and they did feel trapped and it was a bad decision. I'm here to educate people on a new way forward. So I'm going to pause here for just a second and take a breath because I know I'm a bit of a fire hose and I can go really fast and hard and it's just my enthusiasm shining through. It's also just my personality. I have these poppies behind me for a reason. It's because this is how I feel on the inside. <laughs> So it's very expansive, it's bright, it's full of energy. And I think that this is a good lesson for what you can take away from this presentation. Because oftentimes we look at others and we think, okay, so if I do it just like her or just like him, then I'll be successful. And no, you have to do it just like you. You are a remarkable being when you believe in yourself, right? When you are your highest and best self, you're remarkable, right? You have lots of talent, you have an amazing personality, and you're here to do good things in the world. So when we believe in ourselves, you know, I think that that's really important that you are self-expressed in your marketing because then you'll have an easier time selling. 
I love having sales conversations because so many times somebody walks into my Zoom room. This is my first time meeting them. And do you know what they'll say? They'll say, Amber, I feel like I already know you. I watched all of the videos on your website and then I went over to YouTube and I watched all of those videos too. And then I downloaded your service menu. And listen, I think that what I need is a 40-hour block of time for my website. I'm also looking at leverage to scale, but you're going to have to help me find somebody to do my marketing for me. And then I do want to have a book in the future. And they're basically like, hello, we're three minutes into the conversation and they're placing their order with me. I haven't even met them yet. I'm just new to this conversation. That's what happens when you follow the sequence that I want to share with you next, okay? The number one thing is, you know, you really want to understand why you do what you do. And this might sound like a really easy tip, like, yeah, Amber, tell me what the secret weapon is, though. This is one of them. (laughs) I'm serious. So you'll just have to spend the time to really contemplate this and document this. But let me give you an example. So if you were to say, Amber, what do you do? I would say, well, I launch books, right? I build websites. I help you with marketing and I launch books. Okay, lots of people do that. So what? Who cares? What matters is why do I do that? So what lights me up about what I do is that I get to help really awesome people get their message out to the world. That's what lights me up. And even when I say that, why? It's like, so what? A lot of people do that. Like, okay, cool. You know, it's not sticky enough. So why do I love helping people get their message out? Like, really think about that for a minute. Well, this actually comes back to my childhood. So those of you who do mind work, you're not surprised by my answer right now. (laughs) But for me, my childhood was very, very different than the woman you see today, right? Because the woman you see today, she's smiley. She's got energy. I'm not afraid of the camera. I'm here to serve, right? I'm thinking about you. I'm not thinking about me. That is not at all how I would have described myself growing up. In fact, I would have described myself as extremely lonely, not feeling like I had much value to give to the world. I barely ever spoke. I had pretty much zero confidence. I was very shy. I was very uncomfortable to be around. People would ask me questions and not because I wanted to, but because I felt so bad on the inside, I would just make you feel like really bad about yourself probably in my response because it would be like one word. I'd be looking down and I would just not be open to conversation or friendship or anything. And there are reasons why that happened. It doesn't matter. It was kind of just, I think, what was meant to be for my journey. I had to go into the pit of that despair, feeling completely invisible, to then build myself back out of that one step at a time, decision by decision, creating somebody that I would actually be really proud to be because I wasn't proud of that. I wasn't proud of that person. It didn't feel good. And the outside reality I created for myself as a teenager was just as ugly as what I felt like on the inside. And it was honestly pretty scary. And it took me a pretty radical wake up call when I was 16 to just wake up and think, whoa, what have I created here? This is terrible. What else could life be like? So decision by decision, I changed my life. I turned into somebody that I would be really proud to be. And by the time I was 18, I started selling Cutco Cutlery 
which is like high-end kitchen knives. Totally random I would have gotten that job, but divine intervention hit once again. (laughs) So now I'm selling knives. I literally just did what they told me to do and it worked. It was amazing. I started getting so much recognition. It was unbelievable. High fives. I'm up on the leaderboard. Like that was a good feeling. When I was 19 years old, I learned the value of feeling seen and heard. And I have to tell you, it was the most magnificent feeling for somebody that didn't feel like that for so many years. But to feel actually seen and heard and valued for real was like, oh my gosh, it was like water. It was salvation. It was heaven. It was everything for me. So no surprise that now fast forward all of these years, my why is wrapped into helping other people experience the bliss of being heard and seen and valued. And I can do that when I can help my authors get their message out to the world, right? So when you hear that, that feels different to you. You connect to that differently than, oh, I build websites and do marketing and book launches. That's my point. When we share our why with people, why does the book launch matter? Why do websites matter? Because with a website, you have a visitor coming in that's just surfing the web. They get to your site and all of a sudden something feels different to them. So they lean in and they read your words and you know that person so well, that avatar, that now they're like reading the words on the page that is the exact words they've been thinking about, what was in their heart. Now, all of a sudden, they feel seen, heard, valued. So my work manifests that everywhere. You can't go anywhere in my platform and not have that at the bedrock of what I do. And that is a really powerful connection point. And what we all want as humans, connection, right? We want to feel liked. We want to feel like we matter. We want to feel like we're a part of this community. And that feeling gives us safety. It gives us legacy. It gives us purpose. It gives us happiness and joy and love and fulfillment and all of these wonderful emotions, right? It doesn't give us fear and lack and scarcity and anger and frustration. So when you think about what you do, I implore you to go deeper into the why. And when you think you have the answer, go deeper. Why is that true? And when you think you have that answer, go even deeper. What's at the absolute root of why you do what you do? Maybe it's a part of your childhood or maybe it's not, but that was at least my story. (laughs) And I think that if you understand your why, that can go miles for you on your website, in your marketing. It's going to attract in the right qualified buyer. It's going to help them convert on your website. And by the time they get into a sales conversation with you, They feel connected. They feel seen. No like and trust, right? It's just going to make that sales experience so much easier to navigate. Kind of along these same lines, the next step exercise to really understanding your why is I want you to really look at your core values. This was another one of those exercises that I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, all the companies, they have the core values. So I wrote mine. I put them in a nice little document. I threw them on my Google Drive and I didn't look at them after that. So then I had a core values consultant come into a sales conversation with me and he was looking to launch his book. And he said, Amber, what are your core values? And I said, oh yeah, I did that once. Hold on, let me pull up the doc. 
boy, did he nail me in that moment. He said, see what I mean? Nobody knows their core values. And this is what I find all the time is people have it written somewhere and they don't even know what they are. He said, it's such a shame because your core values is the language of the organization. It's what helps you make decisions in your organization. And I thought, tell me more about this core values thing. What do you got for me? So we went on this journey of six to eight months of working on my core values until it actually meant something, until I actually remembered what they were. Meaningful connection, better together, unwavering excellence, lean in, deeply fulfilled. You can't come up with those in five minutes. What I did is I wrote down all of the words that mattered to me in my life. Then I started to group them together. Then I started to prioritize them until it narrowed down and narrowed down and narrowed down. And I really thought about it from so many different scenarios and viewpoints and perspectives and stories and memories from my past until I had the ones that actually mattered to me. And when I found the ones that actually mattered to me, changed everything for me. Because now in my social media, for example, I talk about lean in. I talk about how important it is to have courage. Are you afraid of your webcam? Too afraid to do video marketing? Come on, let's lean into the situation. On the other side of it, you won't be afraid of it anymore. Or I might talk about unwavering excellence. Listen, if you're going to do something, be proud of it. Let's be your highest and best selves here. What are we doing otherwise? Don't procrastinate. Show up. Be your best self. Let's get the job done. Let's be excellent. Not perfect. I don't believe in that. That's a waste of time. But excellent all day long. Let's do that. So when I'm sharing these messages and this language in my marketing, guess who gets attracted to that? People who share similar values. They're like, oh my gosh, I'm a junkie for this stuff. I love bravery. I love being my most excellent self. Give me more of that. But the person who's like, oh, this feels like hard work. I just need a drink. I need to relax. Is it Friday yet? That, not my people. Couldn't even work with that person, right? I like working with serious people. Like, let's get after it. Let's go, you know, get that mission and let's go spread it to the world. It takes serious guts to get yourself out there in this world, especially in today's world, right? We're afraid of, is somebody going to take what I have to say the wrong way? Is this okay? Is that okay? I mean, the pressure's never been stronger. So it takes a lot of courage. I want to work with those people who have the courage to afford. Therefore, your qualified prospects are coming in. You're pre-qualifying them with your core values and your why. They get to the website, there's alignment. All of a sudden, they get to a call with you. There's alignment. So if they've felt alignment in all of these ways, they're moving forward with you. I mean, it's not even a question of price because they will find a way to fund your venture, right? They'll find a way to sign up. What you have to worry about is being true to you and expressing that with bravery in your heart and not being so worried about how other people are doing it, because that's just a distraction. I want to share with you how I do my marketing next, because if we have the why and the core values, that's like the bedrock. If you don't do that work and skip ahead to the fun part, the marketing part, so that you can skip ahead to the other part, you're not building a sustainable business. I'm just going to tell you that right now. It may, whatever strategy might work for you for the next 
year, and then it's going to implode on the inside. You should not scale up your business until the bedrock is sound, until you have your foundation laid properly, because I guarantee you those cracks will become bigger and bigger and bigger as you grow, and you're going to experience a lot of pain in the future. (laughs) I had to learn things the hard way in life, so this is coming from personal experience. (laughs) But truly, if you do that work, it's really going to help you in the long run. So my marketing practice also came from a very painful experience I had. I'm sitting at my desk one day and I was doing my own marketing at the time. And this was at least a good eight years into the business of me doing all the work myself. But it got to a point where I just was exhausted from it because I'm the salesperson. I'm the client strategist. I'm the one approving creative. I'm the one doing the marketing. I'm the one doing the bookkeeping. I was doing way too much in my business back then. So when it came to marketing, I mean, I'm spending 10, 15, 20 hours a week doing my own marketing videos, writing a unique blog post, figuring out the SEO, trying to create a unique email to send to my email list, and then all the social media. I mean, honestly, it was ridiculous. So one day I thought there has to be a better way. And every time I get to that point, something really smart happens next. So I kind of have learned to get excited about that moment of frustration. This was, I mean, geez, probably seven years ago. So try to stretch your mind. YouTube wasn't as big as it was. The internet wasn't the way that it is today. So this was pretty innovative back then, probably not as much today, yet it blows my mind that so many people are still not following this practice today. But number one is I decided to record a pillar piece of content. For me, it's going to be a video every single time. Not because I'm so in love with doing video that I can't imagine not doing it, right? Because it's an effort to do video, right? But I know that every minute somebody spends watching me on video is another minute that they are connected to me. And when you're feeling connected to me, we're probably going to move forward in some way, shape, or form, even if it's you just telling your friends about me, which is great. Or are you making an introduction? Awesome. But in some way, shape, or form, we're going to hang out together for a while. And that's exciting to me. So it always starts with a video, but I do have clients that just don't want to do video for whatever reason. So maybe a podcast audio might be more up their alley. Either way, a pillar piece of content, but video is truly seriously the best. I'm not going to do a video a week because honestly, I'm just not going to have that much enthusiasm for it. I'm the kind of girl that needs to do batch video work, okay? So I'm going to sit down and I'm going to dedicate four hours and I'm going to sit in front of that webcam and I'm going to record video after video after video after video after video for four hours. I change my shirt every two videos and every two videos I'll put my hair up or then I'll put it back down. Got to have some variety, right? It's so much easier for men, but do change your shirt from time to time. And then other than that, I literally just think about what are some FAQs that people ask me a lot. Amber, why should you have video on your website? That's a video topic. Amber, how do I make my site go faster? How do I secure my website? What kind of photos should I have on my website? What kind of copy should I have on my website? What are do's and don'ts for my website? I mean, you could just rattle them off, right, on your expertise. 
So just FAQs, that's all you need. And I start my video and I always have the same beginning and end just to keep it easy, a little formal. I don't script it. I don't edit it. I'm not nuts about it. I'm just having a one-on-one conversation with the person that I'm hoping to attract in. I'm not thinking about the masses. I'm not focused on what I look like. I'm just being present in this moment with that person answering a question. Hi, Amber Villhauer here. And on today's video, I want to answer the question about why you should have video on your website, because this is one I get a lot, especially in my sales conversations. And I have to tell you, just rattle it off. You already know the wisdom is already in you. You don't have to script it. If somebody bumps into you at a Starbucks and asked you a question, would you go to the bathroom and script it and then come back and just try to have it memorized or read it? No, you'd answer it, right? So be human. Answer the question on your video. Pretend you're engaged in a one-on-one conversation and get it done. It's that simple. And maybe you need like a little bit of coaching and some add a boy or add a girls in the beginning, but then you'll be in flow with it. You'll realize it was actually not that big of a deal to begin with. And then you'll just move on from it and you'll just keep doing more of it. But I start by doing a batch of videos and maybe you could do it once a quarter. Once a quarter, give me 12 videos. That's it. That's pretty simple. These videos are maybe three, five minutes each. Okay. Very reasonable. So then what I did is I had my videos. I made a batch of them. When I first did this, I was crazy and made 24 videos. The second time I recorded, I was even crazier and wanted to beat my last round and I made 32 videos. So by all means, have fun with yourself. Make it a contest. See what you're capable of. Those moments can be fun. So what I did is I created this batch of content and I sent it over to a girl on my team. And here's what I told her to do. I said, once a week, pick a video, watch it. Then I want you to upload it to YouTube and I want you to optimize it, right? The description, the keywords, et cetera, et cetera. She can do that because she watched my video and my video gives her the language I need her to use in the description. So it's pretty simple. So watch the video, put it on YouTube. Then I want you to write me a blog post to put on my website. We're going to take that YouTube video and we're going to embed it on the blog post so that everybody watches the video. Okay. Again, I don't need her to be the world's best copywriter because I'm giving her the content inside of the video. I just need her to make a little post out of it. Now she can optimize that for Google. Then step three, I said, take the blog post, send that to my email subscriber list every week on Tuesday, right? It's amazing content. Why was I constantly trying to create new content for all of these different platforms? It's bananas. Don't do that. This is a great piece of content that's on my blog. I just need to tell my email subscribers, hey, come on over to my blog because there's a really great video there. And oh, by the way, remember everything that I do. If you need a website, if you need marketing, if you need book launch, I'm here for you. So now they're on the website. They're seeing the latest books we've launched and look at the testimonials and look at all the cool things on here. The more minutes they spend on the website, the better, right? So this is a weekly opportunity to remind them of the value that's here for them. The last thing I asked her to do, well, two things. One was to post the content on social media. And I taught her house. This is like a little bit more intricate, but basically chop it up into a lot of different types of posts so that there's variety and consistency on social media every week. And the last thing I asked her to do was track 
the metrics. Send me an email every Friday and let me know how much our audience grew every week and what the engagement was like. Because I'm not actually going to be present on any of this anymore because I'm going to go do the sales and the client strategy and the creative and all of these things. So you're going to now be in charge of marketing. I will give you the video, YouTube, social, blogging, SEO, email marketing, metrics tracking. I found a way to literally take this one piece of content and leverage and repurpose it to where Jill was spending 10 hours a week doing all of that. That's it. Most VAs would have spent 20, 30 hours a week doing it, but not when you have an operation behind it. Put one person in charge so that they own their role and let them fly. It's all based on your video so more people are connecting with you. They understand your zone of genius. They go to the website. They see alignment. They book a call. They see alignment. They move forward. So what we talked about today is your why and your core values, and that being the absolute bedrock. I've given you a lot of different nuggets as to some things to do on the website. I've shared my own marketing plan with you. The only thing I do beyond that is podcast or speaking every once in a while, but it's pretty slim. Instead, I have really just invested in the power of word of mouth marketing I would say at least 50 to 60% of my clients come to me from previous clients or people that have had some sort of engagement with me. Because when you are aligned and you have unwavering excellence and you do really great work for your clients and you are their biggest advocate, they can't help but trip over themselves to refer you to other people. I don't have to worry about where my next client is coming in because it always comes in because I'm sharing and I'm not trying to withhold anything. I believe in karma. So then really, it's just a matter of deciding what is the customer journey that I want to take somebody through. Now, for me, I like simplicity. I am not somebody that subscribes to overcomplicating every aspect of my life. I actually really like simplicity. So for me, you're probably going to hear about me from a friend or maybe you saw me speak You're probably then going to go to my social media and you'll see that I'm consistent and active, which checks that box. You're probably not going to go deep into it because you're like, oh, okay, she's here. I'll follow her. That's fine. Then you'll probably go to the website. When you're on the website, you'll feel the energy shift. Something's different here and it will intrigue you to go deeper. This is all honest. I'm not trying to manipulate anybody. I just am an empath. I'm a highly sensitive person and I pay attention to what makes people feel connected, right? That's all this is. So then my text on the website speaks directly to the person that I'm trying to serve. I'm not a generalist. I want to work with kind people. I want to work with serious people. Those are my two criteria. And after that, if you need a website, marketing, or book launch, I'm your girl. (laughs) But seriously, I think if your text is specific, it will resonate. My customer journey, therefore, is word of mouth or speaking to social media to website. When you're on my website, you're going to see video on my website where I am educating you about what I do and how I do it. Here are the steps that we take you through to build your website. That saves you time. It makes you feel empowered because now you have the information up front. That's full transparency and trust. The next step is I'm going to invite you to download my pricing menu. So just go get it. Let me know where to email it. It's in your inbox. If you ever want to call, I'm here for you. 
Ball's in your court. The pricing menu is about a 15-page document that's full transparency on all of our rates, our examples, testimonials, how we do everything. I think that is a really empowering piece to give to people, and I've proven it over the years. So again, by the time you get to that moment, we've connected, you know what I do, you know how I do it, you know my price, you know my payment terms. So at that point, unless you're just unqualified or not ready, you're going to book a call with me, and I already know that there's a very high likelihood we're just going to move forward, so I don't even have to pressure you. This is how your sales can be easy, more fun. This isn't a gimmick. It's just kind of shifting the way we look at sales to get down to what humanity is really about, and that's connection. I am your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and this is the Selling with Love podcast.